on the drums over here. Diana Ross and the Supreme starting us off great. I've never seen you so excited. Well, I I didn't know what music was coming. I never know quite what you're going to play. I love all of it, but um, that's got to go way up to the top of the list. I always have to do something special to kick off the garden line, of course. And that's what you're listening to this morning with Mike Wiggins. Good morning, I'm Jenna Barr. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3. The next hour is the garden line, so text or call in with your questions, 850-437-1620. Good morning to you and happy Tuesday. On my walk this morning, saw several people not only gardening, but doing yard work, moving waste out to uh, yard waste out to the street. Um, it was such a pleasant morning, and it was so great to see our neighbors out and about and taking care of their their yards and their homes. It's amazing. And, of course, you know, gardening, especially in Pensacola, is so keyed to the weather. Mm-hmm. It, it just is. And here we are, the month of February, we have had so many days, most days, above normal. Matter of fact, I saw on Channel 3, Alan's from had a, had a chart. It was only five or six days that were below normal. And it looks like this is going to continue for, golly, through the weekend into next week with maybe a little bit of chance of rain, but temperatures in the 70s. It is a great time to get out, and I think we all have a lot of cleanup to do. Now, the weeds are going berserk because they love this warm weather. They're just starting to grow. So I think maybe today we'll address some of that. But one thing we really do need to talk about today, I know we kind of spend our summers dwelling on this subject, and that's watering. Mm. Um, It's dry. It is dry. We really haven't had any rain. And so if your sprinkler system is off because, you know, obviously trying to save a little money, no, no problem there. I agree with that. But if your sprinkler system's off or... Your hoses aren't hooked up, and you're, you haven't checked out your sprinkler, and really you haven't checked out your sprinkler system because over the yes. winter people can kick over kick heads. It. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Somebody so, parks on your lawn, something. Exactly. I did see a broken one this morning. It was just yeah. bubbling into the street. Yeah. I'm I, like, do I be that person that leaves a note? I don't, I feel weird, so but I don't. No, but that'd be the nice thing to do. Really? I have, I had that. I tried, I went through all my zones, and I had one head totally broken. I don't mm-hmm. know if it froze or hit it with a lawnmower or what. But anyway, just like a geyser going up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. And so See, the I, grandkids I, would love that. So I got my little <laughs> shovel, and I had a sprinkler head. I got there to fix it, and I couldn't fix it. It just was beyond me. I think the cracks in the PVC were much further away. So I called a young man I know in the sprinkler system business. He says, I'll be there Thursday. Oh, so, so anyway, so um, do get your sprinkler system in order and turn it on now because, remember, you know, that grass is, is those roots continue to grow. Our grass is coming out of dormancy mm-hmm. with this warm weather. And so get that water on it. You don't have to water it every day. I'd be watering it all maybe twice a week at least, twice a week, maybe three times, if we just continue to have no rain. Right. If we have rain, shut it off. Okay. But kind of play it by ear, but don't leave it off right now because it is dry. No doubt. Okay. 
Okay, very good tip right there. Hey, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Garden Line on News Radio 92.3. It's 9.10, and we've got, oh, some good mornings. Yes, good morning to you. You can text in your questions, text in a picture if you would like as well. Um, we've got a question coming in, and then we'll hop back into our talk subjects. Is now a good time to plant hibiscus plants in the yard? It's so funny you mentioned that. I am... Um... I always love my hibiscus. I really do. I have just a spot for them. I put them in big pots, big, big pots that I've got out by the pool. And they every year they're beautiful. I went to um, Big Garden Center the other day um, looking for something else, and all the hibiscus were in stock. And I'll tell you right now, it's, a little, so it's a little scary, though, because oh. you've got to remember— it's we are still in February. Right. I realize we're at the end we of We haven't February. even hit Easter yet. Haven't even had Easter. And in March, we can get some cold weather. We can get some freezing weather mm-hmm. in March. And as we've always talked about, there are those years, they're few and far between, where we've even had a little bit of um, frost in April, first week in April. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But March, it, it, it's just unpredictable. So if it were me, I would not plant my hibiscus now here's the deal if you go to your garden center and you see some hibiscus that are absolutely gorgeous buy them buy them and leave them outside as long as we're in the 70 degree weather but just don't plant them in the pot or in the ground and leave them in the plastic container and if it gets cold pull them into the garage pull them into the house do something on that order but i certainly wouldn't plant them outside where you could not move them in Mm -hmm. if we had that March cold. Yeah, don't pick a really heavy pot. And it's the same for hibiscus and crotons and mandevilla and and all those semi-tropicals that we all love here in Pensacola. But I'm scared with this 70-degree weather has got us fooled a little bit. It's the cold weather is not over. I don't think. Who knows? It could... you know, climate is crazier nowadays. It could we could move right into summer. But most people, most gardeners, like to ease into spring. In other words, you don't want to go into mid March and boom, we're in the nineties. Yeah, that's probably not gonna happen. That's an exaggeration. But you really want to ease, you know, go from the cold weather we had into mild weather right. and then to the warm weather. Um, plants like that better. They don't mm-hmm. like those big fluctuations in temperatures. That shock so, that happens. Exactly. So that's that's kind of where we are right now, and it's really kind of unusual the weather we've had, and who knows what's coming. Well, and it feels like we're just you know moving around like the plants with the change and wondering, oh, it's going to be super sunny this day. Okay, move some into the sun because then we're not going to have any. You got to water it. That's you're, right. You're just doing like a little dance with the weather. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Right. I want to see the. I want to see the. Well, we call that the spring dance. Or yes. Well, right dance? now I have my Easter lily in the front porch. It's the right. only thing that kind of made it through that freeze right. at Christmas. Okay, uh-huh. and but uh, it looks like it's going to bloom before. Because of all this warm weather. Oh, I don't doubt it a bit. It's going to bloom before Easter. I don't doubt it a bit. I mean, I'm not mad about it because yeah. it's oh, pretty. No. And look at the azaleas around town. Oh. Many of them are in, almost in full bloom. Is that it, what I smell, though, too? When I'm walking around? Probably, probably not. Because they don't really have a smell. No, they really don't. But I'm don't. smelling something else that's blooming right now, too. It could be the 
Is well, it, of uh, course, the time, this time of year, the, the jasmine. The jasmine, too, yeah. But I haven't seen a lot of that, but it could be. Because my gardenias in the front yard smell really good right now. Oh, They're yes. all blooming oh, like yeah. crazy. Well, and that's probably what you're smelling, like, absolutely. It's spring. Let's go, guys. <laughs> Let's go. Don't do it. You're going to die. It's February. <laughs> that's, if you see a lady screaming at her plants in the front yard. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> and, and dancing at the same time out there. Exactly. <laughs> All right. No, like next I'll just have a totem pole. We'll just be dancing around. Who knows what's going to happen? Hey, it's 914 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Um, the peach tree still has not leafed out, but the neighbors has. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe you got to, maybe, is it getting enough sun? Well, right now nobody really is. Yeah. I'm not getting enough exactly. sun. And it could be a variety difference too. So um, I, I wouldn't give up on it by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. It'll probably, it'll probably do fine. It's just, they're different varieties. Some of them bloom and produce at different times so i bet i bet that's that's the key give it a little time right and jenna i know we're going to take a quick break here but i we're going when we come back or sometime this morning we need to look at a plant that we talked about last week okay they sent us a picture it was a dead plant or a plant that looked dead the clusia from our friend ashlyn from Ashland. Yes. I did a little research on it. And I'll tell you, it's such an interesting plant. When we come back, maybe we can sometime during the morning, let's chat a little bit about that. Okay. It's so interesting. Um, I've never heard of it and never knew some of these details. And, and you know, real quick, and that's what I like about this show. I, I'm sorry, but, you know, this is the expert panel, but we're not the experts on everything. We learn something every show, and, I, and we learn it from our listeners, and we really appreciate that. That's, oh, absolutely. We do. We appreciate your texts, your calls, your questions, your comments, your information and tips. Good morning to you. It's 915 here at News Radio 92.3. The number to text in with those questions, comments, and pictures, I wish that we could just listen to the music. You know, you took the words out of my mouth. And I was going to say, let's just put our feet up on the desk here and um, have a cup of coffee and just listen to the music that you pick out. You can't listen to Van Morrison and not be happy. Happier feet. I told my dad that when I was little, I was like, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to marry Van Morrison. (laughs) I was very disappointed when I found out he was dead. That and Dean Martin. It was like all the good ones, they're dead. <laughs> they're all gone. <laughs> they're all and then gone. I found out, like, a couple of them, how they died. I was like, oh, they weren't so good. But I've got a little bit of a, a theme going on this morning with our music, and I'm hoping to put a little pep in your step here on Pep Talk at News Radio 923 850-437-1620. Promise to get to your questions. So we also take pictures in our text line, which helps with the diagnosis. And so... Uh, Dr. Wiggins here can take a look at it and see, you know, what the diagnosis is. But last week, Ashlyn texted in whatever that bush was. And, and, and just to kind of go back, it was a, a beautiful container. Oh, yeah. It, it looked like it pretty. was sort of on a screen porch. Yeah. Maybe three to four feet high with nothing but brown, crinkly leaves on I it. I have one of those. And it's she okay. called it a clusia. That's how I pronounce it. I think that's, that is correct. So I looked it up. I looked it up. 
It is so interesting. And, I, and there's a, I'll tell you in just a minute the real reason I, I'm bringing it back up. It's called an autograph tree oh. or a pitch apple. It's called an autograph tree. And, Jenna, this is really weird is because the leaves are so tough and leathery that you can write on them. Uh, and that's why they call it an autograph tree. Now, it's interesting, but it's good for zones 11 through 12. Well, we're in zone 8, so it's good as you go way down into, into South Florida. It's It can be a tree. It can... Um, it can go up to 25 feet. And so uh, that's very, very interesting. But it also said it does not like temperatures. This may be the answer to what um, Ashton was asking last week. It doesn't like temperatures below 50 degrees. So that's something you need to keep in mind. But probably enough of that. But I just wanted to go back and revisit it, except for one thing. And this is the main reason I brought it back. If you listen to us and you're looking for that plant, you say, well, that kind of sounds interesting. They want to try it. Mm-hmm. It is very, very toxic. That's what I was just asking Paul. It is poisonous to people and pets. And they say even it can ruin different products, like your your containers. It can ruin your tools. I, I was just agree. looking it up. I'm like, uh, Ashlyn, you not, might need to get rid of it. I, I was just going to say that is not a plant. Don't burn it either. No, don't. obviously don't burn it. It's like oleander. Don't ever even burn oleander. Right. But on this one, this Colusia, very interesting plant, but I'm not sure it's for us. I don't okay. really think it's for us. It doesn't sound like it's for anybody. It sounds like it belongs in the Amazon. <laughs> well, that may be where it comes from. I know. Who brought it here? <laughs> Who did that? Oh, my goodness. Um, hey, a couple of questions coming in. 850-437-1620. I have a green velvet-looking moss fungus, quote-unquote, in my grass. Any idea as what it is and how to get it gone? If it's kind of a green, mossy-type stuff, if you've got St. Augustine grass, Mm -hmm. I would put some lime on it. Uh, That's not always a cure for um, that moss that gets into the lawn, but sometimes because it gets really acid, you can get that type of moss growing. Um, Also, if you've got drainage problems in this area, if it's holding water, that can be a factor. Um, You could aerate in that area, and that would probably help you also. So there, there are different ways to do that. I don't know of any chemical, mm. per se, that you could put on there that would get rid of it. But if you would check the drainage, do a little aerating if you need to, put a little lime on it, and see if that doesn't help you. Okay, excellent tips right there. E five zero four three seven sixteen twenty. I know online I did see a couple of things, but you got to be really careful about what you spray in your yard, too. Um, there's... There is spray to get rid of moss in St. Augustine, but you do have to be careful. Be very be careful. Very, very careful because so many of those sprays that, if it's labeled for St. Augustine, have at it. But be so careful when you get a kind of a, I'm going to call it sort of a marginal product. It's not something many of us would buy. Um, check that label. Be sure it says the words okay for St. Augustine because St. Augustine being a wide blade grass. You put the wrong herbicide on it, and that's what we're dealing with here is an herbicide. Um, it can kill that St. Augustine probably quicker than it will kill the moss. So mm-hmm. just be sure that the product you buy 
is labeled for it. Yes, absolutely. Also, Paul mentioned um, a lot of toxic plants, excuse me, are just as toxic dead as they are alive. So deal cautiously when disposing them. Exactly. The Calusia. Yeah. So <laughs> be super Calusia. careful. Yeah. Please be careful. Absolutely. Exact. Uh, exactly. Uh, 850-437-1620. Uh, our friend Catherine said, March comes in like a lamb and goes out like a lion. All right, Catherine. <laughs> I like Catherine, it. No. <laughs> Catherine, no. Catherine, no. I don't know because I've, I remember wearing a like a fur coat it was faux so don't hate me don't throw like blood at me or anything <laughs> but it was like a faux fur coat to the sunrise service down at blue wahoo stadium for easter yeah and i was wearing a, i was freezing still we were like all huddled under blankets sure. and so and that was in april exactly so exactly. just Pretty much we're saying hang tight. It's 925 at News Radio 92.3. I'm Jenna Barr. Good morning to you. Mike Wiggins is here on the Garden Line to answer all your calls, texts, your questions, and take a look at your pictures, even if they are of yourself, apparently. We're getting some selfies in here. So if you'd like to text in, the number is 850-437-1620. When we come back, we'll chat a little bit more. Then we'll take a break and head on over to our newsroom here at News Radio 92.3. Welcome back to the Garden Line. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, the last Tuesday in February. We're going to welcome March tomorrow. Yes, we are. And I'm I need so to tell excited. you, I saw Ray Charles here in Pensacola at the, they call it the Civic Center, then at the Bass Center, just him and his piano. Mm. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Anyway. I missed out. I didn't necessarily want to marry Ray Charles, so I will say that. But man, just like speaks to me. We're, we're going with a little bit of a theme. If anybody catches on, <laughs> you should you should text it in if you catch on to my theme. I don't always choose themes. Some days I do, and then I wonder if somebody will catch on. One person has, and she was so sweet and texted in, and she's like, are you doing this? I'm like, yes, I am. Nice job. Okay. <laughs> when are you going to tell us all? Oh, probably at the end. Okay. Very good. I'll t- Or I'll let you tell them once you figure it out. Okay. You'll figure it out. Eight five zero four three seven sixteen twenty. If you would like to text in this morning, good morning to you. Um, before we go, what do we have to look forward to when we come back? Well, you know, one thing I want to do, one thing, this goes back to, I think, last week also, where we're kind of going backwards here. Um, we talked about different types of grasses, which I really would like to get into in a little more detail as we plan our landscaping. But someone talked about Kikuyu grass. Yes. Well, I knew a little bit about it, but I found out a little bit more. So um, maybe when we get back, we can share some of that. It's, it's a short story, but it, that too, kind of like that Calusa, is a very interesting type of plant, of lawn grass, if you will. And um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Oh, I like it. All righty. 9.30 here at News Radio 92.3. I'm Jenna Barr. Again, the number is 437-1620. If you'd like to call Tina, our beautiful Tina is waiting at the front desk to answer those calls to get your questions in. So stay tuned. We're going to have a Fox News update followed by a local news update in our newsroom with David Wayne.
road again Just can't wait to get on the road again Life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again Well, we're on the road here on the garden line. We're moving. Moving along. Absolutely. 9.36. Good morning to you. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Garden Line on Pep Talk here at News Radio 92.3. Coming up later on in the show, we're going to be joined by our friends from ProHealth as well as Pensacola State College Charter Academy. So, very interesting show coming up. All different topics. But right now, we're talking your lawn care. We're talking uh, pruning, whatever it is, or toxic trees. Um, as beautiful <laughs> as they are. Gotta be a little bit careful. But no. what else do we have to talk well, about? Well, I was gonna go back once more to um, last week where we talked about um, Kikuyu grass. Kikuyu grass, yeah. Um, someone brought it up. I can't remember how it came up in the conversation. So I did a little more research on that one. Oh, too. yeah. Somebody texted in. I don't yeah. know how I remember this. They texted in and said, Will Kikuyu grass grow well here? And do you know where to find it? Very good. Uh, yeah, I don't that's, know. That's a good. Maybe that's, that's I've what been happened. taking my omegas. <laughs> <laughs> What's that stuff they say on TV all the time? The Prev? Are you taking Prevagen or whatever, whatever that stuff is? God, what the guy says? You got, That's me you got on the commercial. Like, you got a memory like an elephant, right? Exactly. <laughs> but no, it's that. just God-given. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> okay. I wish I, I wish I had it. I'll tell you. Oh, man. All right, where were we? Kikuyu grass. Kikuyu grass. Okay, now, if you're a golfer, okay, this is to the golfers who are listening, and I know we've got a few. Um, the Genesis Golf Tournament, which is one of the, one of the best, just, just held a couple of weeks ago at the Riviera, Riviera Country Club out in um, um, Los Angeles. Um, they have, as they're in their rough, although it's off the fairway, Kikuyu grass. Now, I don't think the golfers like it because the Kikuyu grass grows so thick and so rough that if when a golf ball hits a regular fairway, sometimes it'll do a little bouncing. On that kikuyu grass, it grabs it, mm. and it's hard to hit out, hit out of. You just can't do it. It is, in many quarters, an invasive grass. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, some of the literature will tell you that kikuyu grass is so invasive, it will grow into your flower beds. You can't stop it, but it'll grow. Now, this may be... This may be just the internet, which is always right, but <laughs> um, says it will grow over a fence. Oh my goodness! So it's just all—it's just invasive, it and the, very col- aggressive. the color's not that pretty. It's kind of a light green. In other words, kind of like the um, Calusa plant a minute ago. Right. I think I would steer clear of Kikuyu grass if somebody tries to sell that to you, mm-hmm. um, and if somebody has it, please call us and let us know your experience with it but it is a type of grass and i am i appreciate the question from last week but it just doesn't sound like anything we want the last thing we need is more invasive grasses mm-hmm. and which slash weeds um, exactly. getting into our flower beds and um going where we don't want them to go so that's kikuyu grass so that's that's kind of all a recap of of last week well it's very and it's native to hawaii and that, that's where I see it is, and it grows really well in fertilized, moist, sandy soils. Right, which we have. Which we do have. Right. But. It'll, it'll take some cold. It'll do all of that. Um, I don't know what it would do in 19 degrees. Obviously, mm. 
in Los Angeles, I, you know, somebody help me. I don't think you have any 19-degree days. You may. I just don't think you do. But in other words, it's just I think because of its texture and because of its growth habits, it's just one you want to avoid. Why, why put it in the grass? It's going to give you problems. Let's, let's go with the grasses that give us less problems. Yeah. We already have enough problems. We have enough problems. We don't need grass to be one. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well said. Well said. um, But it is, reading about it, it's very interesting. It is interesting. And kind of seeing the way that it grows in Hawaii, it kind of makes sense for it to be that thick and tough Mm -hmm. and invasive because they don't have yards in Hawaii in many spaces. It's a lot of sand. There's rocky areas. You know, you have to go out of your way to create yards even, even the resorts as i said don't have a lot of turf. they have them but it's not a lot of like grassy right? areas I've never been to Hawaii, so but it's I, I very thick grass yeah. and and kind of pointy it's not sharp or anything so now it makes me think like Maybe it's kikuyu grass yeah because yeah. it had to be invasive it had to be sturdy enough right. to thrive in those areas so we're here we have a lot of sun we have more space to be able to put um you know lawns and st augustine grass bermuda right but at the beach you know you don't see a lot of lawns there no i just don't know if it would still be a good idea well if if, you know if we're going to take that another step if you're going to put in a lawn at the beach st augustine will do pretty good oh i've got had some customers that lived in the villa sabine Mm -hmm. that had st augustine lawns that were absolutely gorgeous really now it took two things a lot of water, water. obviously, because it's just on sand. And yeah. St. Augustine will grow on sand. It's fine. Um, a lot of water and a lot of fertilizer, a good, strong nitrogen fertilizer in the spring. And in the summer, I had a customer who had the best St. Augustine on the beach. Um, he put ammonium nitrate. Now, ammonium nitrate, um, we're used to fertilizers like we put on our St. Augustine of a 16 0 Eight slow release fertilizer. Ammonium nitrate has a formula of 3300 and it's no slow release. Mm. And it will, you can, it could be the, it's the best thing you ever did to St. Augustine, or it can be the worst thing you ever did. You put it on too thick, don't get enough water on it, it'll burn it like a blowtorch. But, boy, it'll make that St. Augustine grow. People put it on in June and July, hottest months of the year. So you've got to have that water. Um, not everybody should do that, but St. Augustine will take it. Now, if you've got centipede grass, right. you don't want to do that. You, you don't. That just doesn't make any sense. Because centip- remember, centipede doesn't like that high nitrogen in the summer. It would prefer an organic material like, or we'll use something like ironite. Mm-hmm. which is nothing but iron to help with the greening, or um, even milorganite, which um, is an organic material. So, But not, nothing like that ammonium nitrate. But we used to sell a lot of the ammonium nitrate. People used to put it out at three. three talking about memory. <laughs> Why does this come to me? comes out. Ammonium nitrate went at three pounds per thousand square feet, whereas your 1608 is usually around seven pounds per thousand square feet so you can see you put it on less than half strength less than half of your regular fertilizer but anyway i'm not sure how we got to that there's that memory 
There's that memory. It's kicking <laughs> I in. I lost it. I, there it is. No, it's good. That It took us down a path. It took us down. We're, we're moving. That's we're what all, it we is. Are we're moving. We're moving. Um, and I do. I think it's a, it led us on a good conversation. And somebody texted in, this isn't about grass, but crepe myrtle trees. It uh, seems as though the house that we moved in, the crepe myrtle tree, though, was not pruned properly. So it looks dead. Is there any hope for it? Or should we just have them removed? Is that a oh, lot of I, work? I think it's much too early to say. I am. I would go ahead and prune it now. Obviously, if it hadn't been pruned, if you want to clean it up and and cut it back a little bit, I am. I have three crape myrtles in my backyard, and I've cut them back, cut them back like we've talked about, just in cut back to new growth, yes. not all the way down, didn't take it all the way down Stub to the them. nub, mm-hmm. and so. But there's no growth on them yet. They're just as bare as they can be, but they'll right. come. It's just a little early. Okay. Once, once again, it's only February. Don't give up on that crepe myrtle. And if it's a little straggly and you think you can move it down a little bit, cut it back. Go ahead and cut it back now. And um, within the next 30 days or so, you should have some, some new growth coming on. Yeah, don't give up on it. Don't, okay. Don't take it out. It's a great tree. Okay, don't give up on it yet. I like that. 945 here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Let's take another quick break here. When we come back, we've got more discussion with you. If you'd like to text in another question, 850-437-1620. That's 850-437-1620. Welcome back to the Garden Line. I'm Jenna Barr here with Mike Wiggins. Good morning to you, 437-1620. Oh, is it time to prune our citrus trees right now? Well, we are still, I think, in a waiting mode. Number one, keep in mind that citrus trees, as a rule, don't really like to be pruned. Okay. It's not necessary, really. However, a lot of folks, of course have got citrus trees that we don't know if, if parts of them are alive or dead. Let's put it that way. That's kind of simple, but because of the cold. Mm-hmm. And I think the experts are telling us to still, even though this is, you know, going into March, probably wait till April or May even to cut off those areas that are damaged because you just don't know what's going to come back. So it, it really behooves all of us, I think, just to, Show some patience. But, boy, it's hard to do. It is hard not to get out there with those pruning shears and start doing that. But if you can, hold off. I think that's the best advice. Okay. I like it. Um, let's see. 850-437-1620. A comment here. Let me get to this. Uh, I've used one of the sprinkle containers attached to the sprinkler system and put it in uh, and put in miracle Grow. And Nathan said that that made the grass extremely green you know what you're talking about you put it at the end of the thing and it sprays out of it well you sure he did okay or is it one of those things where it it goes like like a cap yeah he may have put that in conjunction with his sprinkler system how does that even work i've never done that one before i've never done before i've used a lot of this 
you know the, what I'm the talking hose, about? Uh, the hose attachment sprayers. Yeah, but how do you do that on the thing? I'm going to have to go look in Lowe's. Yeah, see exactly exactly what he's talking about. If he's talking about a hose attachment sprayer, that's an old-fashioned way to do it. It's a good way to do it. Yeah, that's, my, I, that's, yeah. that's the easy yeah. way. miracle Grow now is going to give you quick. There's no slow release to it at all. It's going to give you a quick greening, and you don't want to use it now. Yeah. You don't want to get that nitrogen on that lawn now. But he's absolutely right. If, For example, say midsummer, you wanted to give that St. Augustine a little bit of a kick, um, that'd probably be a good way to do it. But the hose attachment sprayer is, is a good way to do it. Um, I kind of like, for weed killing, I like the pump-up sprayer. That way you can yeah. really isolate the weeds you don't you can almost pinpoint them mm-hmm. but the hose because you can get sprayer, down in there yeah the hose it's not just spraying everything it's a pretty good way to do it um they usually come in the one for lawns were labeled for as 15 gallons and so 15 gallons of water is going to come through that sprayer and if it's full of material when it's empty 15 gallons will have come through mm-hmm. and that's where you're going to have to do your arithmetic to decide how much to put on your particular yard per square feet Okay, excellent. I have a new lawn that just got laid down. Should I use pre-emergence from our friend do Toby? Wouldn't don't do, do it. it, Toby. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. I am. Um, I, I don't want you to use any weed killers on it. I would really almost prefer you just to not do any this spring at all. But if you're going to put some weed killer on, probably a post-emergence weed killer in, say, oh, April or May, do not put anything on there until you've mowed it twice. I, I wouldn't do any of it because generally when you've got brand new sod put down, you should not have many, if any, weeds. And as you get into later in the spring, you can get that post-emergence weed killer with that pump-up sprayer we're talking about and really just go right where those weeds are. But as a rule, I would, I would prefer you not to use any weed killer probably till next fall. I just don't like to do it when that grass is so young. Okay, excellent. We actually have Nathan on the line now. Nathan, go ahead with your question for Mike. No, I, I texted in that comment about the sprinkle right container. Oh yeah, so, tell us. Uh, those things are sold at. Um, they're they're like they look like uh, fifty-five gallon drums that you attach to your your irrigation system right at the pump, oh. and you can fill that with rust inhibitor, and uh, basically it'll keep your uh, your your sprinkler system from. Um, Browning your, your staining, your, staining uh, the edge of the house and your, and your fences and such. I hear right. you. It works works really well, but it also works really well if you put in uh, Miracle Grow. If you just buy those um, those crystallized containers, uh, yes. something like a full yes. pack, put yes. one of those packs in to that uh, 55 gallon drum and let it dissolve. It, it's like a bluish color when it dissolves. Right. But when you put that out on your lawn, I'll tell you what, that lawn comes out extremely beautifully green in about two weeks. When do when it's do you great. use it? When do you use it? Um, usually in the spring, um, yeah. toward more towards the summertime, I, and I, then um, and and it works out great for about uh, two months. It, it keeps your grass nice and really nice and green for about two months. I am, um, I'm familiar with the rust inhibitor that you're talking about, which is a great thing. I had never heard of people putting in fertilizer, if you will, water soluble fertilizer like miracle grow but that's a great great idea and i think your timing is right as you get say into may june um, i think that'd be a great way to put the fertilizer on your yard but keep in mind you're probably going to have to repeat it um 30 60 days later because as you said was it keeps yours going for what a month two months something on that order 
correct. Yeah, about two months or so. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. It, it does. It 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 does actually. Uh, if you're not careful um, and you you don't have the flow going really well, it'll actually uh, grow algae in the in the sprinkler container really quickly. After about a week, that stuff should be gone. If it's not gone in a week, you're not putting enough on. I got you. That's what I've discovered. I got you. Very interesting. Very interesting. Thanks for that, Nathan. That is that's that's great advice. Yeah, thank you, I Nathan. I have never heard of putting fertilizer through a sprinkler system. No. But um, obviously, it's done. I guess great. if it works for you. Somebody else texted in a really cool video. I'll have to show it to you. It's uh, about two minutes long, so we won't have a lot of time. But it's the Easy Flow Injection Systems. It's very interesting. I've been watching it while I listen because I'm a mom, so I can do two things at once, okay? Uh, but it's really interesting, and I'm watching, and I don't know who texted it in because I don't have your name or number. I don't have your name. I have your number here, but very interesting. Thank you for that. I think the thoughts, they asked thoughts on this setup, interesting. I'll let Mike see a sneak peek of it while we take a quick break here on The Garden Line. Thank you for texting in this morning. It was a really cool video. I showed it to Mike, and it was um, part of an irrigation system where you could... An injection system. An injection system. Exactly. It's very Um, fancy. You know, my only question is, I wish we had time to to talk to Nathan or maybe this gentleman who uh, texted in the video. How do you get your proper amount of fertilizer over the right amount of square footage? I would worry that and I'm sure they've got it figured out, but my question is, how do you do that so that you don't putting so you're not putting out too much fertilizer, mm-hmm. which could burn your grass, or you're not putting out enough fertilizer, where you've kind of wasted your time and money. Now Nathan, his works. I mean, mm-hmm. he he says his lasted 60 days. On um, the injection system, I is interesting. Very. I just wonder, um, maybe next week, whoever sent you the video, could text us in and kind of tell us how he does that. Yes. Because it's very interesting whether how you get it out at the right dilution. Mm-hmm. Interesting question. Very. Had a lot of good conversation oh, here today. today. Yeah. And the theme was moving, moving driving, moving, m- driving. getting along. Come on, Mustang Sally. Hit the road. Hit the road, oh, Jack. Jack. All right. That's what we're no telling more. Mr. Wiggins now. <laughs> No, I, not don't come I, back. I Please I'm come going, back. I'll be back. Actually, next week we have a guest joining us here on the Garden Line. 